Well, welcome everyone on this show uh, on Radio Arma. We are very pleased to have you as every week. Uh, we jumped last week, sorry, we had a lot on our plate and uh, we didn't really have time to interview anyone, but we're back this week with, uh, well, uh, some cool content uh, with the Black Wolves, 22 uh, Black Wolves Squadron. Um, to be honest, if you're looking for a unit, uh, don't go on the Arma 3 unit page. It's a mess. There's so much people on there and you won't find anything very, uh, you know, interesting. Uh, what I and what we at Radio Arma uh, suggest every week is you go on Twitter. There's a lot of people and that is exactly how we came across Black Wolves. Hi guys, how are you, do how are you doing? Uh, maybe Danny first. How's it going? Yeah, it's not going too bad. Um, joined the 22 Black Wolves a couple of weeks ago when um, I bought Armour 3. But we have known each other for a longer time on Xbox. Um, call sign in the Discord is BlackWolf14A. All right. And so when did you pick up Armour? In Armour 3, is that it? Yeah, the first uh, Armour game I've got is Armour 3. Okay. I've exactly. played um, Armour 2 now. Okay. And uh, so you said you were uh, in the community in Black Wolves since the creation of Arma, is that it? Uh, no. Or I since it, it's, beginning, it's beginning, it's yeah. beginning. Uh, I joined, I think, a couple of weeks ago now, um, before okay. Contact was announced. Oh, right. Okay. So very recently. And what's your role in the community? Um, I'm the media guy at the moment, as by Twitter, I run the Black Wolves uh, Bill Sim Twitter channel, posting screenshots that we post in Discord, um, obviously saying who's done the screenshots, because we have quite a few users at the moment. Great, so you're the guy that uh, we come across when we contact you on Twitter. Great. Um, and we have uh, Fez with us uh, today also. Hi Fez, how's it going? Uh, not too bad, mate, not too bad yourself. Yeah, I'm fine. So, uh, who are you? Tell us more about yourself. Uh, yes, yeah, so I'm Fez. Um, I'm in my 30s. Uh, so, just to, um, to add on to what Danny said, we've been together as a group um, for near enough 12 years, give or take a few members. And um, we've slowly evolved through um, playing on Xbox. And we played many games together. And we've, we've kind of settled in into this kind of armor at the moment where we're trying to really build and cultivate a community um, to play with and and hopefully uh, keep growing and uh, to levels where where we can start working like cross cross servers with you know uh, with other units um, I've been playing armor myself I think I've, I first played it about three years ago um, when I first got my PC, but then we kind of put it down for a little while, and then mm -hmm. we just picked it up recently um, over the last couple of months, uh, and that's where we've slowly started putting together this uh, this group of Black Wolves, 
Um, and now we're really starting to try and uh, push hard to get the server over the line to being fully functional unit where we can, like I say, operate um, large operations together. Um, I'd say my role within the community is, I mean, like Danny's our media guy. Um, and I, I say myself and Mac are, I'd say the kind of leaders, I would say, amongst the server. Um, we try and orchestrate a lot of everything. We try and um, subdivide uh, the group into their sections and however they're going to run um, on the actual server. So you're a member of the staff, basically. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, definitely. That's cool. All right. And the last guy in this group uh, with us today is Mac. How are you, Mac? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you, yourself. I'm good. And so how about yourself? Um, how, when did you pick up, uh, pick up armor? And what about yourself? Uh, how old are you? What's your name? And uh, what's your call sign as well? Because you guys have call signs. Yeah, so um, I'm about 30. Um, the reason we were kind of brought together was because we all have love for Milsim. So Armor 3 seemed like a good start. Myself, Indeed. I kind of had the, uh, yeah, I kind of had the um, longevity. I've been on uh, Milsim aspects, especially this type of game since um, Operation Flashpoint. So, ah, uh, um, brother. <laughs> yeah, so you know, so I've been following it ever since then. Um, and it took me a while to pull the Black Wolves collectively from the console gaming community to mm -hmm. uh, the PC Master Race. So, yeah, since we've done that, um, we've, we've sort of uh, really grown leaps and bounds, obviously uh, being introduced to you guys uh, via uh, Danny. And stuff like that so it's looking good yeah my call signs black wolf one one alpha and uh, elaborating on what um fez dropped was that uh yeah we're the leaders me uh fez um, and another guy that couldn't make it tonight who's done a fantastic job for us who literally built the server from the ground up would be uh mark forson he's um black wolf one three alpha but i've never known a mind like it the guy's a tech genius so we're lucky and fortunate to have him as well well, uh, big shout out to that guy, and uh, we won't we won't forget him in uh, in the presentation of your unit. So, welcome, guys! I'm very happy to have you on the show, and we'll we'll be talking about your unit, uh, about um, some different topics that we wanted to bring up uh, at Radio Arma for the listeners. Um, about the Milsim, obviously, and about the future of uh, Arma and of your unit, uh, obviously, because that's related. It is, I can say right now, a very big pleasure uh, to have you all here now because it feels like, you know, with uh, with Armour 3 dying a bit uh, five years ago, it was, it was a game, but now it's, you know, dying a bit. And having new units in is very, very exciting. And it really shows that this game has a huge longevity as, his, as obviously the previous games. Uh, I mean, I'm thinking about uh, Operation Flashpoint that you just mentioned. Um, but, I mean, yeah, as uh, Danny said, um, Armour Contact has been just announced, and that is very exciting, bringing new content always and always to the game, and uh, that's a really good thing. So about your unit, um, let's go ahead with uh, with uh, the, the, the amount of players that you uh, are in. I understand you're a, a small unit of guys that already know each other, um how many are how many players are there in the community um so we have roughly 16 so we 16, have 16 right? players at the moment yeah mm -hmm. um there's roughly about six of us who started it off 
Uh, we've slowly gained new users throughout, um, but it's looking good. We keep Discord keeps on quite a bit, so everyone's always talking, asking for new things to be put in place. Mm-hmm. As we mentioned, we've got Thorson, who is our server guy. Props off to him, just being able to get it all going. Great. Okay. So um, that's a question I wasn't about to, to, to ask, but obviously it's, it's uh, a question that just spawned in my head. Uh, what's the theme of your, uh, of your unit? Uh, can one of you give us the, the theme of your unit? Because Black Wolf, I don't know anything about the 2-2 uh, Black Wolf Squadron. Is that a real thing from the real life? Uh, is that something fictional that you invented? Uh, what's the theme in that? Uh, do you want me to take this one? Yeah, go for it. So, we initially started this um, around the concept of how it was going to run. Was we were going to try and um, form a, a very small unit um, of up to 20 players. And then what we were going to do is um, try and do cross-server operations. So we would almost, um, not hire, but we would loan ourselves to people um, as an asset. Uh, and that asset, we were... We initially tried to start up as like an iStar, um, which is intelligence, surveillance, target acquisition, and reconnaissance. Mm-hmm. And how we were going to run that was we were going to have essentially a fire support team uh, that would insert um, a good hour or two before whoever we were attached to at the time's operation was about to start. So we would go in before and we would feed back all that information uh, back to whoever was going to. Uh, come on. Oh, so so you guys were going to act as a pre-briefing, basically. You you were going to uh, give information to the the command that uh, hired you uh, in order to prepare the the briefing for the squadron that uh, was going to go in next. Exactly that. So uh, something that's not been alluded to yet at the moment is the majority of this group. Uh, are all ex-members uh, of, of the British forces. I, I, I'm not going to mention any units, but okay. we're all involved in reconnaissance roles throughout nice. the last 15 years. We've still got serving members. I, I, I myself have only just recently left. Okay. So, so we wanted to kind of take uh, our real-world um, knowledge and use that within armour. So, uh, uh, and, and, and this is how it works in real life, where... Um, whoever is, is, is in charge of your uh, reconnaissance unit would deploy you uh, in real life. It's eight to 12 hours before um, the battle is scheduled to take place. And, and, and the, the reconnaissance would go in, they would carry out close target reconnaissance uh, operations and gather as much intel as possible and then send that back um, to the command. And that gives them a very accurate um, brief of what's actually on the ground um, because there's only so much you can see from satellites uavs uh, map uh, reconnaissance there's only so much you can see you can't get a feel for the atmospherics you can't get a feel you can't gauge what the enemy are doing what their their ambitions are what um, weapons they have uh, what kind of mentality they're in where with your reconnaissance you can send them in uh, give them that task and they will feed all that information back to your your unit command and then it, it makes for a much easier planning process for the command so that's what we intended this unit to be and um i think we struggled with uh, I, I don't think a lot of people maybe understood how the asset would work mm-hmm. um, and it wasn't utilized very well we did a few things with a few servers again we're not going to drop any names but it just didn't work out too well mm-hmm. So we then had the idea of taking on the bigger task of 
trying to have that unit embedded with our own kind of command structure and our own assaulting force, etc., and just build a community where we can, because we all very much enjoy doing that that kind of role. So um, we wanted to do that, but then also be able to have uh, the strike assets that could come in and put a deliberate attack on on the, the village or town or whatever. So that's where we're kind of at at the moment is we're trying to now build the community around that asset and then hopefully it will just develop into a, a full scale um, battle group of eventually you know so that's that's great amazing i love the uh, i love the spirit behind that and uh and hopefully yeah you by taking things slowly uh, you'll you'll build things uh in the end and and you'll probably hit your objective and that's what we're going to be able to do for you here at radio arma is is uh, bring to everyone that's listening to this podcast, obviously, uh, more explanations and more detail about what you're doing. And hopefully out there, there's going to be a few units that will be interested in that kind of thing. So great introduction to your unit. Um, I'd like to know uh, how the, the leading chain works. As in the uh, command structure of the yeah, server, or the um, about the the, the unit, the command structure about uh, of the unit. Um, so, like I say, so so I, I very much say that me and Mac are the kind of uh, driving force behind it all. Uh, we try and sit at the top, and we try and use our key members. Like we we try to utilize Danny with uh, the social media side to try and. Um, overtly uh, publish as much content as possible to try and uh, pull people towards the server uh, and also um, Dawson our, our tech guy is, is like mentioned before he, he's just fantastic he the guy will bend over backwards to try and accommodate people's needs and, and he has done uh, in the past you know so mm -hmm. I'd say those are kind of uh, along with the chap called um, Jeff who, who's, who's unavailable today um, I'd say that's the kind of core five members of the team that uh, run everything you know and, and then we've got some uh, community members within the server which are i'd say maybe the next level below and they're the kind of guys that try and shout out to people to say listen when are people getting on try and try and pull people physically onto the server and then you know that's when um the people actually get on so and then i'd say underneath that we've then got all our kind of uh, regular players and then again under that we've got the uh, a, a few non-regular players that's really cool okay Great. Well, um, well, it sounds very simple, I must admit, and and that is probably one of the main factors that makes a unit, um, you know, um, through time. I mean, um, it, it doesn't die. You know what I mean? Uh, simple command chains uh, are usually the best. I mean, in my sense, I'm not an expert, but. Uh, that's what I feel. That's what I've seen. And um, to be honest, uh, I've seen a lot of uh, units with uh, very complicated chains of command uh, that, uh, you know, at one point, you know, they, they ended up like uh, not not agreeing on something. And the command chain was so complicated that the information didn't go through correctly and, and the, the unit just died. So keeping things simple i think is the best thing to do Absolutely. um so how 
old is the community? Uh, it it feels really young. Uh, do you have numbers for? I mean, dates and when was it created? I mean, my personal opinion is I'd say we're we're still in the infancy stage of, of our kind of maturity, um, where we're we've got a good solid base. You see, the problem is is what we're trying to build is a group of uh, loyal players to the server that that want to play with us. Um, and want to uh, operate how we want to operate, and 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 we're we're content to um, push our timelines to the right to facilitate that because because what we don't want is um, 150 players on our Discord server, and you only ever see 10 of them or 15 of mm -hmm. them. So 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 we've we've learned um, <clears throat> through hard lessons in the past of of just uh, essentially just trimming the fat you know if we can see if we can see players that we know um are, are very loyal and dedicated to our server then we'll very much try everything we can to um, facilitate what they want to do you know so whatever they need adding into the service just say for instance um a helicopter you know it's it's it, we'll get on and we'll, we'll try and give that person what they want because we see them in the long run being being there for the long run so so that's how we kind of um treat that but i mean i'd say we're about two months old as an actual tangible server on discord group but as a a group of uh, friends and 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 our little gaming community, we've been around. Like I say, we, we've known each other twelve years, and we've we've played we play together nearly every night. You know, through on That's different great. platforms and Xbox. Okay, uh, Xbox. I see. Right, amazing. Um, Mac, can you tell me uh, when do you guys train uh, or play? Uh, I, I understand that you guys play uh, between. I mean, the small group of of um, guys that know have been together for a long time you play every night or so but um when do you carry operations on armor 3 okay, okay so yeah as you previously mentioned we we tend to train anywhere between uh, 20 to um 200 hours through through the week and then uh, mm -hmm. the ops actually take place on the Saturday and Sunday. I believe the next one is actually Sunday, but um, they normally take place uh, in and around the same time. So uh, from 2,000 hours, and they could lead through it to anything as uh, as late as zero four hundred hours. So yeah, it's a good community, and we get the job done. That's cool. Okay, guys, let's switch to uh, the main topic I wanted to bring to you guys and to obviously the listeners that are listening to this podcast. Um, in in your opinion, I mean, you guys can have different opinion or not. Maybe you're all thinking the same thing. But in your opinion, um, is the content added by the new DLCs, uh, meaning the creator DLCs, the Armor 3 expansion, I mean, Contact, uh, Global Mobilization. I don't know if you guys own that already, but... But uh, those DLCs, whatever they're, they, whatever, wherever, sorry, they come from, um, are these contents uh, used by, I mean, really used and utilized by uh, Milsim units? I mean, if I'm honest with you, uh, I don't know much about um, kind of back end of armor, if I'm going to be honest with you. Do you want, do you want me to take this one? Yeah, very much so. Yeah. Okay. Could. So, um, yeah. So since we've um, started out, we've predominantly been using um, mods that do require uh, some of the server aspects that um, that they were built upon. So, yeah, ideally, uh, we've been using a lot of marksmen. 
Um, we've been uh, using a lot of the law pack and uh, we're kind of looking forward to the contact one because that offers um, more of the Russian Russian special forces aspects with the AQ, uh, AKUs and the RPKs. But yeah, in general, I'll just keep the question short. I'd say we do. We utilize it and I believe it's worth it. Yeah. Okay, cool. So you're looking forward to the um, to the armor contact content. Uh, did you guys buy the global mobilization DLC or not? I no no we didn't buy it. it there was no point it doesn't set the era for what we're running for that's te technically based on the cold war but with ah, the contact okay. yeah we did right okay i see um about your milsim units guys um do you, so do you have uh, a lot of units have that kind of thing so obviously i'm going to ask for your unit cuz uh it seems a bit like different in the in the organization do you guys have trainings uh, meaning trainings for, for newcomers to make them understand how uh, things work, uh, where, how you do things, that kind of thing. Uh, do you have sessions, play sessions that you call trainings? Uh, very much so. So I know that there's a, <clears throat> there's a, a wide variety of army units that um, are maybe looked at as maybe too strict with their training. Um, where I saw a survey the other day that requires X amount of hours under X person before you even um, get a look in to join in into the unit um, and actually operate in. So uh, we we didn't want to force anything like that onto anybody because I think that makes, I personally think it, 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 it's quite off-putting for somebody to have to think, oh, I've got to sit through 20 hours of, of training with somebody. And it's just, for me, I, I, I think it's a bit ridiculous for, uh, for a game personally. So our approach to it was very much so um, to try and integrate it into the way um, we do things. So just make it part of our culture of if, if, if we're on and <clears throat> it's just looking a bit flat on the server, you know, there's no... Um, potential operations we'll just say right does anyone fancy doing some um some training and and what we did well what i say we what mark did um uh thorson did was uh essentially built <laughs> so many training aids there's <clears throat> there's a range a sniper range there's a tank range with hard hard fixed targets um to engage with tanks uh, and and close air support uh we've got a 25 meter range um for um close quarter marksmanship um training uh so that that could be from uh, transitioning from main main weapon to sidearm um reloading pairs fire maneuver um and just moving around the battle space We've got, he also built a kill house um, with uh, multiple rooms, complex, very complex uh, entry. Uh, it's, it, it's a very dynamic training uh, set to, to actually push through. Um, and then on the other side of that, there's an actual uh, replicated village um, of the kind of compounds that you find within um, our map that we use. Uh, so you can push through that and then you've got um, <clears throat> the real life kind of buildings there and they've all got full and hit targets etc uh, we've got <clears throat> a training area as well that's east of our, our fob at the moment um, where myself and Thorson went through and we set up um, what are called battle runs so 
you could take a section of <clears throat> four people, I'd say, at a minimum, and you can advance to contact on a, you know, on a bearing. And we've set up situations where you've been, you'll be engaged by a bunker, um, and then you, re uh, you have to react to whatever the situation is. So <clears throat> if the bunker starts engaging you as a section, whoever's in charge of the section has to react to that and then uh, unfold um, a small-scale battle there to, to engage and destroy that bunker. So whatever it may be, whether they suppress it and then move around and flank it and, and engage it. So we've got all those, those kind of training assets there. So it, when they're needed, you know, they're there. So we can just push on straight into them and, and roll into some training you know and, and and we're lucky to have members of the server that are, are are trained in the real life side of this through their um, experience uh, in the army so that it, it the I, I suppose the fundamentals transfer into armor um but then you just have to put it into practice with obviously it's a lot different to operate in a, a keyboard and a mouse than it is a real rifle, you know. So obviously, yeah. Exactly. So it, it's about kind of just, it, I'd almost say it, it, it's, it's, it's for us as well. We may have the fundamentals, but it's all about transferring the knowledge to your players and then for them mm -hmm. to practice it. So I always say if there's somebody on, them, on the server by themselves or a couple, just go through the kill house and just repetition, repetition, because that's how you get good at things is doing it over and over and over again. So That's great. I'd say, I'd say our training is, is there, but it's not forced, you know. And, and, right. and we like to try and roll it into a mission. So if we, if we do some training and it goes like really well, we'll carry that momentum over. We'll, we'll quickly select an objective and then we'll, we'll then roll we'll try and facilitate uh, what we've just done in the training into the op so that people are like, oh, okay, I see this actually works in the game because we just learned this on, on, you know, on the training area and now we've just done it in, um, in the game and it's worked, you know, so that kind of solidifies the kind of knowledge for them. And then mm -hmm. that's how we, how we try and do it. Very fluid, organic, and you know, it's just, how we think it should be done that is cool um that that whole training area looks very uh very full of good things and uh it's always you know very interesting to see how how people build trainings is it just uh, like everyone line up in a field and do this do that no you actually have real compounds where you can really train on in environments and the environment i think is very important and that yeah, is very cool we very much pulled again uh, real world knowledge and just yeah. mm -hmm. put it down in the game. It's, it's stuff that we've all done. I see. Over our I'd be I'd be really curious to see that uh, if you you guys post um, pictures of those training things uh, compounds on on Twitter. Uh, I'm I'm sure people would be very delighted to get inspired about uh, that kind of thing and maybe you know try them out and join you. Um, no, that'd be cool. we'll, we'll make that happen though. Yeah, and uh, so you talked about your missions uh, and your scenarios. Uh, do you have main themes that you stick to or do you change all the time? How does that work? Um, yeah, I can go. I'll go with this yeah, one. So, um, so what we're currently doing is we're running the Liberation by Killer Potatoes. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've heard of it. If you have, that's yeah, of great. of course. Yeah, which is a progressive-based... Um, uh, mission map which is ideal for what we do and uh, and yeah the way we use it i think is perfect um we do have hvt targets that are put in place by um Forsen. normally he will um come up with a mission that he likes sound up 
he won't back brief us. He will just say this is this is what the pre-brief mission is, and then we'll act upon the intel we gather. We'll push out mm-hmm. to the FSG, look on the target, gather that intel, and push it back to our assets that will strike. So yeah, that's cool. Okay, so you you're um, so obviously the the scenario is stick to to the liberation system. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, and how do you manage the difficulty of the AI? Is that set in the game mode or do you tweak it yourselves? Yeah, so um, I don't know if you've come across it, but if you just go for the box standard uh, settings, you're getting hit from like six to 800 meters away from an AK-47 mm-hmm. with yeah. you know headshot one hit kills. So yeah, I think anyone that runs their own server will know that tweaks have to be implemented in their own way. And yeah, we have had to tweak um we haven't tweaked their damage output we've just tweaked their behavior because the the other spectrum would be there's that the enemy the box standard armor free enemy you know just stand there they don't patrol they don't carry uh, mm-hmm. carry out like activities so we implemented them as well to make it a better server that's cool okay so you tweaked it a bit for it a bit more realism yeah and obviously ditching the the main um, stupid difficulty of the AI uh, in vanilla, in vanilla armor. I fully understand that. Um, so that's gonna be a question for Danny. Uh, Danny, man, uh, what mods do you play with? Uh, how big is your mod pack? Uh, so we currently have about forty uh, mods. Um, I do believe most of them are gear related. Mm-hmm. Uh, that we have uh we also do use the challenger mod for the tanks um, which needs uh, all of ours come from the steam workshop though so um when you join the server you can just set it to download and it'll do it all for you in the background as most servers do um and then you just jump in the only one i do believe you need to download is the challenger one mm-hmm. um, as we are using one that was discontinued um, from updates but it still works really well Cool. Um, I'm I'm just going to mention. Don't don't take it uh, personally, but I I love how it it sounds that you have an arcade room just behind you. <laughs> it feels so good. Um, <laughs> so um, another question about the mod packs. Do you use Armor Sync or the Workshop? Uh, we just use the Workshop for all our downloads. Um, ah, Thor uses the Armor Launcher to do all his modifications to the server as well mm-hmm. okay so you don't use okay yeah that probably makes sense since uh you're a um a recent unit and uh, apart from mac i mean there's there's only new guys in the in the game and i think the people that are using armor sync are probably guys that have not known uh have sorry have known a time where the armor launcher was not uh, was not a thing uh, until until Armor 3. There was no Armor launcher. I mean, launcher in the game, default game. And uh, you couldn't, you know, launch, uh, download uh, from the workshop and load very easily like that. And a lot of people are still using Armor Sync. Um, do you guys have good connections as well? Because uh, a lot of things that people uh worry about is having an update just before an op you know no we don't have any of that they're um they're predetermined dates that will be put out by forson so yeah it literally go he goes out of his way to avoid that so no we don't have the issues there 
That's cool. On, okay. On top of that as well, um, he does post into our Discord anytime he's done an update and what he's included, yeah. which is great so people can doesn't see like, oh yeah, that's something new. Um, so yeah, it's all good. And we always try and do it throughout the week when nothing really going on before the weekend operations. Great. Well, for people that are struggling with those updates, please uh, inquire. There's other ways of... of uh, doing it than just Amasync. I mean, I've learned to use Amasync, but it's it's a pain in the ass. Um, yeah, so you answered why. And so, Fez, um, what's your favorite terrain? I kind of understood you guys have one specific terrain that you stick to, um, but do you use other ones, and what's your personal favorite? I mean, that... Uh at the moment, we're using um, the lithium map, okay. uh, which, is, which I think is quite nice. I think it's a it's a nice mixture between. It is uh, indeed. Yeah, it's it's very nice. You know, across the terrains, it's, it's got the the high grounds I like. You know, so I'd say probably that's my favourite. Um, next to is it um, a Takistan? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think Takistan's quite nice. And then um, I've also played a bit on is it Tano? Mm -hmm. the, yeah the jungle one yeah that's Tanoa. okay yeah oh, Tanoa, mm -hmm. there we go. i'll probably say that's yeah. probably my third one and then um i think it, uh, is it atlas i think that's the like the original altis altis <laughs> that's the one yeah and, and i've done a that, little bit on you that. you, you haven't spent a lot of time in in single player or something like that <laughs> <laughs> very much kind of that's that's guys. completely fine i mean there's a lot of players out there that just jump into multiplayer because there's no way they, they don't have any interest in in the single player Although I do recommend it for new players, but that's just uh, me. Um, okay, so the train you're using right now is lithium. That um, is kind of a really common uh, choice for a lot of units. Uh, I mean, the the uh, Afghan uh, the Afghan and yeah Afghan theme uh, around it um, is, is is pretty common, and a lot of people like it, and I do understand why. Um, do you, so. I'm going to go over joint ops. That is probably going to be one of the most interesting topics here. Uh, you guys mentioned that your primary objective for the unit was to do joint ops. Um, so have you already done some? Uh, were they successful or not? You did say that some of them weren't. So I, want to, I would like to hear more about that. And what do you plan for the future uh, with those joint ops? So, so I'll just give you my quick opinion. So um, I'd say about when I very first started picking up this and, and our concepts kind of came to life, uh, I, I reached out to a um, multitude of established servers offering. I, I gave a huge description of, of what we can offer and all the things I told you about, iStar and being a, a forward reconnaissance um, unit. And we found it very, very difficult because there was a lot of units who who wanted us to to join them they're like oh you what you can bring 10 people and we were like yes and they're like oh okay cool but you have to do like our basic training and we were just like no 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 no. we're not saying we're going to join you what we're going to say is you're going to turn up on your server and provide you an asset and and i don't think they kind of grasped that and they struggled uh, uh, to pick it up and run with it so that was kind of like a no-go and i think that's that was probably um the main reason why we kind of dropped it three years ago was because we found it very difficult to because that's 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 very much what we wanted to do we wanted to turn up for a weekend with one unit work with them 
um, deliver our our um, asset to them and then move on to the next one and and, and learn the different ways of of the whole armor uh, community so that's where that fell over uh moving forward to current day uh we have done a few joint ops um and they just weren't successful just purely because um we we're very much trying to um i'd say i don't want to say relaxed milsim but it is because we're very much milsim but what we're not going to um put up with is is running with people that want to carry or have the weight set so they got 16 javelin rockets in their backpack and and we found that the people we did <laughs> were very much like that they were very lax um there was zero command and control i mean for instance a few weekends ago we we, we took a an op on again I'll, 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 i refuse to mention names and servers but uh they they just they had no idea and then when it, we moved into the main objective of of this town, uh, it just turned into an absolute cluster. Uh, we we were trying to again operate the way we operate, move through methodically, clear through each building, secure uh, a forward line of own troops, and push through and clear through the village. Uh, and then at one stage, uh, the people on our team just mowed uh, half of our our section down. Um, using an enemy vehicle that they were just bombing around the village in. And we just found that they were very unprofessional and it wasn't for us. So unfortunately, the, the few ops we've done, well, uh, the, I'll say the few, uh, the two we've done with other servers haven't worked out because they just haven't been aligned with our, our kind of direction where they've been, they, they, they put on their advertisements, quote unquote, Milsim, but it's, it's, it couldn't be further from Milsim and, and, and we're very much along those lines of mm -hmm. uh, the kind of relaxed Milsim where we're going to operate, you know, yeah, fine. If somebody throws a smoke grenade in, in the fob and everyone has a laugh about it, yeah, that's cool. You know, we're not going to no. start handing out Agai 69s or whatever they're called to people and how other units do it. We're not like that. But when we get on the ground and we step off, then we're very much professional and, and, and we like to remain as professional as, as possible. You know, obviously things hiccup and things happen and, that, and that's cool and, that, and that's forgivable. But yeah, we're, we're very much a meal sim and, then, and that's who we'd like to work with. So that's where we've had the, uh, the struggle with, with joint ops at the moment. Mm -hmm. That's clear. Okay. Um, Mac, do you have anything to add to what Vest said? Uh, yeah, I can elaborate a little bit. So, um, yeah, the exp the two experiences referenced, um, they they were. Uh, I'd say the first experience we had was good, um, but people when they go into the mill sim need to try and understand that it, it's quite a a tight community, and you'll find a lot of them, uh, the people that do participate in it, are veterans or have some sort of military background, but they're welcoming to new guys that don't and bring them in. But when you're trying to portray yourself as a milsim, but don't have the basic principles of being able to implement them, you're kind of damaging the milsim name. And that, that kind of bothers us. But I Good mean, we're, we're hoping to um, link up with other like-minded um, units and we'll be able to provide those assets that we do. We do them to a higher mm -hmm. standard and, and that's, that's the way we roll. But yeah, I I, the tag, the milsim tag gets used quite, quite a lot, I'd say. Yeah, it gets definitely used, to, to, and by people that are very much, like I say, the two servers we worked with, they quote-unquote milsim, and they couldn't be further from it. So it's even down to the basic thing of a command structure. It was non-existent. So, yeah, it's unfortunate, but the way it is. I get it. Okay. 
I'm going to ask you guys a question that wasn't listed. Uh, it's just something I've just um, came across uh, and it's probably going to be unknown to you, uh, but still it's something that I would like you to consider because I think you guys could eventually be suited for that kind of thing. I so I'm I'm personally uh, very very involved in the PvP community, which has nothing to do with the Milsim community, obviously. But um, some one part of that PvP community is arcade, and the other part is trying to stick to the Arma spirit and trying to keep a bit of you know military simulation inside their pvp ops um i will mention ofkra for example which i think is the reference for that but there's a lot of other units uh, just like armor finland for example they do a, a great great job um but so basically these guys what they do is the, it's so it, it is pvp there's no ai in in the process so it's only based on players and uh, they have an operation that is pvp again but they uh, respect a scenario they respect sides so there's a themed size sides and um and every unit that is part of that um, big operation will advance more slowly and method 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 whatever the word is methodically, uh, methodically thank you um, through the op um, is that kind of thing something that would interest you and your unit uh, since I think um, it would be closer to your main objective uh, since it's trying to um it's really trying to keep the um the milsim inside that but still uh, being more dynamic than just um than just uh, you know just going through uh, uh going through a milsim before um, um doing going through a, a sorry not a milsim a training sorry like you mentioned uh, a lot of units are like trying to recruit you but not letting you play as you would intend to uh on the other side that that those pvp ops will just uh take you in you'll just join a side and and you'll participate in that big operation without being a part of the unit that organized it you know is that something that's interesting or not at all I mean, I think so. I think I think what how we would approach it, in my personal opinion, I'm not sure about the other guys, but I think what we would like to do is uh, build up a, a core uh, of players um, that are dedicated to us uh, and operate with those players for a while, so we're comfortable that we wouldn't go into that situation um, and get a hide in. So, so because that can be very frustrating. Um, you just drop yourself into that situation and then just you know, get smoked. It, I, I personally think it would be quite discouraging. So I think our uh, approach, in my opinion, would be that we would uh, look to, to formulate our guys, uh, our sections, uh, the people that would operate with, with each other, get them moving together, operating together, 
um, because the more you move and operate with people, you you know you develop an understanding of of how they operate, what they're going to do next, and you can almost understand them. And I think it, if we got to that stage, um, then I, I I personally think that yeah, I think we'd be open to this kind of thing, but it would only happen in time. Um, uh, 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 and so with a core group it would happen but Absolutely. with a core group of players that so. are used to playing with each other right? I think so yeah I see what about uh, Danny what do you think about that Danny's well, dead I'd definitely be uh, cons no. consider a um, PvP um, as it is I've not really jumped into that side of things yet I've just been going on the server that we have uh, but Definitely something I'd consider doing in the, in the future, like the guys say. And what about you, Mac? Um, yeah, I'll probably get to differentiate between these guys here. I think if there's commander constructor that is implemented on the on the Milsim aspect, well, what you say is closely Milsim associated, I think it could work. But I think uh, with us, we want to uh, maintain our unit identity. We don't want to really fall under anything if we could come across and they can utilize us as an asset for example push us out as an fsg and we can sort of read back the the progress of the battle to them then yeah by all means but from Absolutely. my experience um being with this like since uh day one is yeah, there's a lot of egos so unless there's a yeah. command and um a rank structure then I, w I would see it hard for us to sort of um, push over to that side of things well, that's a great point. Um, so, so a few things I am going to add. Uh, first, in that kind of operations, there's always uh, a command structure, because they, as oh, I nice. said, they really try to keep it as milsim as possible, uh, but but still doing PvP, right? Um, and the second thing is, I fully understand what you're saying about the identity of your group. Indeed, it would be hard to keep the identity of your group since uh, these events because they are events where you participate in as a unit but usually you kind of tend to use, uh, lose sorry, your identity since you're conforming to uh, the scenario that has been put in place for example um, one of the largest I've done in the past was some Argentinian versus uh, British forces, right? Oh, right. Um, so, so you would, so whatever unit you would come from, you would be in a in in a side. You would identify as I don't know the Argentinian, um, but you wouldn't keep your identity as a unit like i don't know uh, if, for example if my group which is called sof i wouldn't keep uh you know saying i'm sof inside the argentinian forces no you would just be part of the Argentine. but that's, that's exactly yeah. how it work in real mm -hmm. life so that's yeah. what we try to maintain is the the realism we d we we, it would be pointless for us to join them as an asset when we are utilizing specific roles. Like I have experience with sniper teams running a reconnaissance. That's that's what I've done. So to put me as like a like a rifleman would would not be any benefit. Same for our medics. Same with um, Fez, who's mm -hmm. a, a spec leader, you know, or tac leader, right, as we call it. Sorry. So you're you're trying benefit. to really uh, stick to your roles and what you're good at, and utilize exactly. that yeah. experience to to really push the the experience further right mm -hmm. yeah absolutely that's completely clear great well 
anyways think about it uh, it's just a, a thought you know but uh, whatever um so let's go through the future of your unit um how do you keep the i mean your your unit is is uh is kind of young i must admit so that question is going to be a bit uh, not really um, intended for your kind of group but still i'm going to ask it how do you keep the fun and entertainment do you ever get sick of uh, liberation for example or do you like sometimes just switch to another game mode because you're just uh, you know sick of it can i answer this one quickly sure. Sure. yeah so um so the the way we keep it fun is I don't know if you guys got it in France or I know it's sort of spreading, but banter. If you've got good banter and you can, you know, take the piss and have a laugh with your boys, that really elevates the sort of experience when you come onto our server. It's kind of one of the mm -hmm. things we prided ourselves on. Um, and secondly, um, this isn't just going to be the one server. We've already got uh, working in line with contact when it comes out. Um, I don't know if you ever saw it. It's called Fallen Skies. Uh, uh, yeah. Is that a series uh, TV yeah, show? Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, sure. So, uh, mm -hmm. Forsen's currently working on a server that's going to be, well, hopefully the first that's going to implement that sort of feeling of, uh, you know, loss of hope and sort of coming together to try and fight Amazing. back against the common threat. So, yeah, look out for that. That should be quite interesting. Great. That's cool. Okay, so I I, I do know the, the TV show uh, Falling Skies. Uh, so for the listeners, if you don't know the Falling Skies, Falling Skies series is a uh, basically a, a alien-themed uh, series. Um, it's getting a bit old, to be honest. It, it's I wouldn't watch it now, but... It's, uh, now, it's yeah. It, yeah, indeed, it's finished, but it's still a very good show. I mean, the actors are great, and uh, it's basically taking part. It's taking place in a, a, a short future, in a short future, uh, where aliens just invaded the Earth, and and basically all hope of human um, human race is lost, basically, and and is just getting, um, yeah, terrorized and and uh, and. Uh, yeah and killed by aliens basically and mm -hmm. so humans are mainly trying to survive it would be a daisy but verse uh, version inversion aliens basically mm -hmm. that would be it great i'm looking forward to to seeing more about that um so uh so you did say that you wanted to keep a balance of 20 players are you keeping to uh, are you, will you keep expanding your group or will you stop at one point i mean i don't think we'll we'll look to stop i think the the initial number of 20 was just a kind of number we put out there as as a target i, I mean i i'd personally my ideal magic wand wave would be if we could have between 20 and 30 players on for an op so say for instance we we drum up an op over the week and we say right listen we, we'd like attendance for uh, saturday evening uh it's going to run until the ops finish so it'll be running all you know all night um ping it out over the week drum it up start feeding in little bits of information how what we like to do is with the operations we don't like to post like a huge description with loads of detail and pictures and everything because we like uh, our forward reconnaissance to go in and feed that information back so we give a brief description of of how it would be in real life where you would receive information from your intelligent officer 
um, and you then develop your plan um, and mission around that. So that's what we would like to, what I'd like to see is we do that over the week and then we tee up a bit of training. So if we know, for instance, that there's going to be, um, let's just say there's going to be a need for a CAD strike, um, some close air support. So I, I would try and get the people that are going to be involved in that to train on that during the week. Um, I would take some guys through the kill house if I know that I'm going to have a section of five guys with me and we're going to have to clear through a village. Um, I'll just make sure they're all slick, their their loadouts are all uh, proper. So if we just, for instance, the other night we we ran some training through the kill house. Um, I got Thorson to flick it to night time. I said, right, let's operate. And then two people said, oh, I've got no MVG. So I was like, okay, well, see, this is a learning point. This is why you need to do training because if we were out on an op, um, and they were and it moved into night time uh, they would have been useless so it's just little things like that that i'd like to iron out throughout the week get everyone collectively like maybe an hour before make sure everyone's getting on we obviously there's real life issues where people are whatever they're doing on the saturday evening give them time to get in get everyone set get everyone kind of formed up and then look to deliver a mission brief um where we deliver the final information pack and then however the the plan dictates us moving via helicopter, by land, whatever, then just roll into the mission. And then however it unfolds, it unfolds. Uh, however long it takes, it is how long it takes. Um, and then at the end of it, look to extrapolate as much information from the op uh, as possible, learning points, things to develop on, something something that we were really good at uh, because we've trained it loads. You know, we'll kind of look to teeter off of, on, on training that. And then something that we were quite bad at, we'd look to up the training on that. So... That's my ideal how I'd like to see it, it move forward uh, in the future. Great. Anything to add, guys? No, I think you kind of covered it pretty well, to be yeah. fair. Cool. Yeah, okay. Um, so that's going to be an individual question for each and one of you. Uh, what? Um, let's start with Danny. Uh, Danny, what do you see coming in Armor 3 and eventually in Armor 4? I don't know, mods, features, um, improvements. What would you personally want to see coming? Um, so for Armor 3 with Contact coming out, uh, I'd like to see the mods that people do they're always great like we've got the one with fallen skies coming i like to see other ones that people make based on the aliens as well which are pretty good uh one i'd think of is uh super troopers that'd be pretty hilarious okay nice <laughs> what about you fez um i mean for me personally <laughs> I, I, i'm not very technical within the game so i can't really elaborate on uh, that side of it, but what I'd personally like to experience in the game. Um, I think the graphics are fantastic, um, but I think there's a few things like the enemy movements. Uh, I'd like to see somebody really um, kind of capture that uh, and deliver it in a mod or, or Armor 4 or whatever. They're just a bit clunky and they're a bit, I'd almost say, predictable. Mechanic, yeah, right. very mechanical. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly that. And, you know, if someone could adapt that, maybe a little bit, sure. Um, but other than that, I think it works quite well. The game, personally, from my experience, I'm sure there's some some tech guys that are just going to be like, "Dude, shut up! You don't know what you're talking about." And fair play, but for my, yeah, personal it's it's fine, it's fine. I mean, yeah, everyone that's on the show has his uh, his inputs, and uh, we are always very happy to to listen to them. So no worries. I mean, I completely understand what you say about the AI uh, being dumb and predictable. 
um, we all more and less more or less feel like that so it's it's completely fine yeah I think so I mean other than that maybe I'd like it, I, I suppose it'll never happen but it'd be nice um, for the mods to work with each other I understand that, it, that that's probably a big issue with with different people developing them but from my very limited understanding you know it'd be nice if they could just be a bit more smoother you know some some guns don't like to accept uh, uh, so com from compatibility things um yeah uh, right i see i mean that the, but that's the only few things i'd like to see other than that I, I'd, I think i'd happily keep playing armor 3 for a while i'll bet there's some some tech guys just screaming at me saying dude <laughs> <laughs> what about you mac oh man you're opening a can of worms here so a, okay, a I've been, yeah i've been <laughs> with this for a long ahead. time so the AI, we're not going to elaborate further on that. It's, it's the truth is it's shocking. Um, but I would say I would like to say to anyone that builds these mods, keep doing it because you're yeah. you're, the, you're the guys that keep this community alive and give us the opportunity to be able to implement our our squadron as a whole. So thank you. It's a shame you don't get paid for it because you should. Mm -hmm. For some of the mods we've come across are just well, amazing. Well, Second now they do. Look at the global mobilization oh, <laughs> DLC. That's the purpose of it. Yeah, uh, so the her contract was as well. That the, was actually no, in, no, it's not. Um, is it not? Okay. No, contact is made by Bohemia Interactive, not modders. Um, oh, okay. And but but I mean the creator DLCs, which is started well started with global mobilization, and a few others are coming. Uh, I'm not going to give any information about that, uh, but a few others are coming, and they are all. Um, when when you see creator DLC, that means it's been created by okay. uh, members of the community that are paid by Bohemia Interactive, obviously, mm -hmm. but uh, they are not members of Bohemia Interactive. They come from the community and they they are just fans of the series that ch are trying to push their uh, their mods out there and being paid for it. Well, that's amazing like because that's been a, a long time coming, I think. Um, I know they didn't used to get paid for it, but that, that's good that they are. And um, for the Armour 4 features, uh, it, you've got to go with the graphics upgrade. I'd probably say not having it so it's predominantly um, operating off a CPU because, you know, for prime example, I'm running uh, dual SLI um, 1080 Ti's, but they're not being utilised because my CPU is being drained. So... Uh, if they could sort of um, come up with some sort of interaction that allows it to uh, run better, because we have lads that have great, great graphics cards, but poor CPUs and the FPSs they're hitting at like 10 and 12. Mm -hmm. So yep. that would be a big thing for me to push. Um, I'd probably say push on uh, maybe weather features, but that's me just sort of dropping into uh, the sort of uh, pernickety stuff. But yeah, I mean, they, they've got a great platform. I hope they carry mods over to Armour 4. I think they need to, just looking at longevity that uh, Armour 3 provided. I see it as a must. Well, let's hope that uh, a lot of the modding teams will uh, be pushing their mods through uh, through Armour 4. Because, yeah, I mean, some, you know, you know that some, well, you're the guy that played Operation Flashpoint. I don't know how hard you played it, but, I mean, from that uh, time there are some teams of modders that have been there since Operation Flashpoint. I mean, these guys have pushed their own mods through Armor One, Two, and Three uh, all through the years, and we obviously all count on, on these guys to build the longevity, as you said. Yep, completely agree. Um, so let's go with other 
special questions, let's say. Uh, do you have any streamers in your community uh, that we can watch or that, I don't know, uh, listeners of this podcast can, can go and watch uh, once in a while to see what you're up to and eventually have an insight and see if it suits them and want to join? Okay, yeah, I'll take this one as well. Um, so yeah, we have quite good. a few um, streamers. So myself, um, if you search on Twitch, Blackwolf11 Alpha um, underscore, and then same sort of name around YouTube, Mixer. Uh, I even stream live to Twitter. Um, all, all the same name. Um, we did have a couple of streamers that were in it. I know that Forsen's looking at um, creating a training guide YouTube video. And you've got um, Danny, which is... Uh, go ahead, Danny. Well, um, I don't stream on the PC at the moment, but uh, if you're normally following me, it's my normal tag, which is Excalibur underscore. And, uh, your Twitter. Yeah, that's on that's on my Twitch. Uh, my Twitter is at ex underscore caliber four five. If you want to follow me that way, uh, otherwise you can follow the Black Wolves Milsim channel itself. All right, so you guys have channels for you, for us to to follow you and, and follow your your content. That's great. Um, individual individual question again. Um, what did you think of the uh, contact expansion? I think you guys appreciated it. Can you elaborate? Did you like the uh, more of the uh, military part or more? Well, we don't have really. It, big information about the alien part but mm. which part of that dlc um expansion are you looking forward to i'll start with that one i think um, i'd like to see more of what they plan to do with the aliens to be honest we really haven't seen much the trailer's been very vague um, i know they released one video recently where they showed a lot of the stuff they're bringing into to contact but they still haven't showed the aliens um, and i think a lot of people are probably waiting to, to see what they pull out there mm. that's great i'm I'm just going to uh go through what you said i'm going to get a bit p political here right now just for a oh. few seconds but uh this is a message to all the haters on the milsim oh, wow. part of of the community because there's there's a few uh sadly a few milsim haters that think that the um that Armor 3 is just a, a military simulator. Uh, Armor 3 is not uh, and uh, has never been a military simula simulator. It has always been a sandbox. And what Danny just said is completely true. Um, it, the game is here for uh, content, whatever it's coming from, wherever it's coming from. And Aliens is, is really exciting because it's a sandbox. And playing Milsim with Aliens can be fun. So stop hating. Go ahead, Fez. I'm I'm done with my political speech. I mean, tell us how you really feel, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I, if I'm going to be perfectly honest with you, dude, all I've seen is the trailer. Uh, and from from what I could take away from that, I think uh, the train uh, it w was the main kind of perk for me. It, it's just just a nice new terrain um, and map. Uh, so I think. That's probably the thing I'll be looking forward to. Uh, in my opinion, I don't think they'll release any of the information about the aliens. I think they'll maybe, I mean, hopefully they'll leave that as almost like an Easter egg where mm -hmm. you'll yep. play through and then you'll be like, oh, look, I'm getting swallowed Unti by an alien. Yeah, at, then, until the last moment. Yeah, that'd be so cool if they do that, but maybe they won't, but I don't know. But yeah, I, I don't really know that much about it. If I'm gonna be, if okay, I'm go ahead, Mac. 
What about uh, you? So I'm going to have to jump onto a political statement, and I absolutely oh, yeah. agree. You can't replicate. You cannot replicate real-time military confrontation or conflicts or assaults or wars. You just can't. So if anyone comes into that this game thinking that this is what war's like, I'm afraid to tell you it's absolutely nothing like it. Uh, leading on from uh, leading off from that tangent, um, yeah, there's a lot of things with contact to look forward to. So you've got the Livonia terrain. I, I can't wait to get stuck into that. It looks very similar to uh, the British uh, Isles layout. So that's something does, we could man. implement it, it it really looks amazing yeah it does yeah and forestry it's very it's very it works to our advantage of what we're used to the second thing introducing russian spetsnaz that's that's something we can work with which i'm that's really looking cool. forward to um cool. yeah and the russian weapons obviously you've got the rpk12 is something that i'd like to go up against i don't think we would personally utilize any of the stuff um the M14 Classic, maybe we could bring those up into the <laughs> server you, when it goes live. Are you sure through. you wouldn't utilize a shotgun? Are you sure? <laughs> not not as an FSG, I've got no need for it. If I'm not that close, then I've got a problem, you know? So. I'm just joking. Yeah, but yeah. Pretty interesting, though. t so, Yeah, yeah I think that's, that's, that's pretty cool. I, mean, <laughs> I don't think people are going to love it that much, but I think it's a cool, cool feature, definitely. Yeah. They've added the yeah. car washing as well, so you know, wash cars. <laughs> <laughs> and dumb, yeah. how, how, how did, did you see that there was a, a tractor, a new tractor that was coming from <laughs> <Yeah>. Amatu? <laughs> oh, I'd really love to see a video of, of our guys, like one of my assault forces, just fully specked out for like some <laughs> zero dark 30 loadout, <laughs> just cruising into battle on a tractor. How cool would that be? That's going to be awesome. Make it and modify it and uh, yeah. put like guns on and everything that's definitely <laughs> happening that, i mean that's yeah. gonna happen 100%. i mean there, there was a version of the battle bus why not a, a battle tractor come the on battle yep. tractor sounds 100 percent better hell yeah <laughs> all right cool um so uh we're going to close this amazing interview with with you guys uh by asking you to um give us more information about your personal Armagasm moment uh, in Armor Three. What's what's the what's the one moment that you will never forget? Uh, for me personally, it was it, what I'd say one of my first uh, experiences on this round of playing Armor. So in the last few months, um, myself, Mac, and Thorson uh, deployed on a on a server that we started out on before ours was up and running, um, and the mission was to just take uh, a look into a village and uh we deployed and uh again we we really liked the milsim thing so 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 we heli uh, we got helied in way behind uh enemy lines and we uh like foot patrolled in so that even the patrol itself took 45 minutes you know really assessing the ground using micro terrain to move seamlessly through the area without being seen etc etc we got into the high ground uh, and we started to achieve eyes on into the village uh, so I was then pushing my call sign um, uh, down the hill uh, through a ravine, but keeping one foot on the ground. So we had one person established uh, observing their arcs. If there's any uh, enemy popping up, they would engage them, but there wasn't at the time. So we progressed down the hill, got into a, 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 a position um, that wasn't, it wasn't ideal. So I wanted to move us uh, round to the right, um, which I think was east through, and then come in from the northern direction. Um, so we started doing that. Uh, and for some reason, I personally think it was one of the admins on the server at the time, but uh, we basically got rumbled by um, a patrol. Uh, and we <laughs> essentially had a three-man um, 
a reconnaissance team that were equipped for like long range uh, precise uh, target uh, engagements uh, so I think there was only one semi-automatic uh, marksman rifles but anyway so we we rolled into this firefight uh, and my plan was to try and extract out so it was just it was just the real life situations that I've been in and I think Mac will probably reflect on this as well it, it was it just resonated so much with what happened during this battle where it almost felt like it was like shit we were down and out here you know we were just dumping enemies everywhere then they'd hit us from another direction we'd have to switch fire to that direction and we were taking casualties mark bless him uh thorson uh was just he was like our kind of designated uh, like medic so he was <laughs> crawling up on the mounds while we're just dumping the enemy and he's slapping <laughs> meds on us to try and stop us bleeding and um, we then pushed to secondary uh, position uh, uh, to take on uh, the targets. Um, I think I pushed forward at one point and got on a technical and started hitting them with them, one of the, like a Brambo moment with the machine gun on the back. I got compromised. I had to fall back from that. And then it got to a situation where it was almost like, right, lads, we're down to like a magazine each. We're just going to have to just dump it, whatever we got here, transition to pistol and then just fight what's left. Um and it got to that situation and we were just like, oh my God, this is amazing. And then um, out of nowhere, because Thorson had the long range radio, out of nowhere, I'm not going to mention the guy's name because he, he, he didn't work out too well for us. Uh, but fair play to him, he was a fantastic heli pilot. He just comes in because we were up in like one of the mountainous regions and he comes in like uh, over the long range comms because we kept sending back uh, requests for... Um, uh, close air support, Kazivak, anyone that could come on station and you know get us out of there. Uh, and like I say, we're taking all these rounds in. A, uh, I think it was a, a BTR or a, a BMP turned up, and that started nailing us, and we were just buggered. And next thing, yeah, this guy pipes up on the radio, and it, he did it very well. Yeah. Um, gave his cool side, and he was just like, "I'm on stage," and we we're like, "Oh my god!" And then someone came in, and the first thing I knew about it, because I didn't have the long range radio, was a strafe just came across to us and just leathered this town. And I was just like, <laughs> "What is going on here?" I was like, this is "Amazing." <laughs> Next thing, he marks like, "Listen, uh, 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 the Kazivak's coming in now," and I was like, "Right, uh, LZ's going to be marked by Charlie Green." And I threw out a green smoke. And then everyone just started dumping out smoke to try to um, shield the uh, the helicopter. The helicopter comes in. He doesn't even land. This is how dope this guy was at flying, right? He just hovers in. And then I remember um, Mark. I think Mark was carrying Maka because Maka was still operating his rifle, but he was uh, limping. So Maka lay down. Mark threw him over his back, ran up to the heli, threw him on. I was limping as well, so I, but I was a bit closer to the chopper. We limped on, got on the heli, um, and basically extracted out. And uh, on the way back, I was just—I was thinking to myself, it all went quiet. Everyone was, everyone came off comms, and everyone was just like reflecting on the moment, how cool it was. And like my players, like the screen just started slowly. You know, when you uh, when you're slowly dying, and like the black mist kind of like yeah slowly progresses into the the like the circle in the middle, and that's what was happening to me. And I thought, oh, you know, I'll, I'll mention it. So I was like, right, guys, I'm probably going to pass out in a minute. You know, just look after me. <laughs> and uh, we're, we're about halfway back to the main runway. And, and then my player passes out. So then I couldn't go on comms. And all I was doing was just like observing my own, like what was happening around me through this little circle. And all I remember seeing was um, somebody, I think it was Maka, Mac, uh, threw me up on his shoulders. And he was like sprinting across the runway best as he could with, with the, the, um, uh, 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 the medical team <laughs> they're all trying to work on me at the same time they dumped me into this this room 
in a uh, uh, the airfield, which I guess was like a hospital kind of uh, med center or whatever. And I swear, to, I shit you not, I was there for maybe about 15 minutes of just like just watching all these like vague uh, bodies moving in front of me and everything. I was just like, are they trying to bring me back to life here? And they, and they did. <laughs> After 15 minutes, my character just like woke up and I was just, everyone went wild. <laughs> everyone lost their minds. It was amazing. And then there was just, I remember looking down and it was just all the bloodstained um, uh like rags, uh, not rags, uh, bandages everywhere where the medic had obviously dumped his stuff. It was just amazing. And that for me, I was just like, wow, this is so, from real life experience, this is really, really good. And it was just, that was my, I don't think anything will ever top that. It, it, it really amazing. feels like, um, like the, the kind of scenes that you see in, in films, man, in, in war yeah. films, you know. Dude, uh, yeah, that, that kind of experience really drives you to continue playing an amazing 100%. game and the thing for us was uh, th there were two real life military guys that i don't want to sound a bit weird or whatever but have been through stuff and, and it, it was i promise you so similar i was just like wow this game is this is me you know? <laughs> i'm sold I'm in. amazing I'm all right how can people uh get in touch with you guys uh discord link uh, twitter i heard youtube that kind of thing go ahead and shout out uh those kind of things um so uh we yeah go on danny and that's at blackwolves m um twitter made that one couldn't change it uh discord we actually do have a link on the twitter page in the bio so you can just go on there um, as we say, we've got YouTube, where we've got uh, Black Wolf 11A. Uh, we have a few others in the group. We do have a channel on our Discord. Everyone posts to the streams. Um, you want to take it, Mac? No worries. Um, your microphone was a bit choppy, so, so we'll put every single link in the description, as usual, uh, for the listeners to, uh, to be able to contact you or view your content. Mac, you were about to say something else? No, I was going to just say exactly what you did. We could provide you with the links and then just yeah, do sure. tweets and that. All right. Do you guys have anything to say before we close this interview? I mean, personally, I'd, I'd just like to, uh, uh, you know, thank you first for hosting us and everything. Um, yeah. We've been uh, quite excited over the last few days. Yeah, there's, there's been a few, uh, I would say, logistical uh, nightmares to kind of overcome uh, for us to be here. So, you know, Thank you very much for hosting us. But what I'd like to say is, is anybody that's keen to join us is, is we're not the kind of guys that uh, want to force things down people's throats. You know, we're, we're very much, if you turn up and you have a look, you operate a few missions with us and you just don't like to operate with us or how we, or, or the direction we're going, we're more than happy with that. We're happy for people to dip in, have a look. And if it's for them and they, they're going to love it and stay perfect, fantastic. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll dedicate as much resource to you as, as, as needed. Uh, but if people just want to turn up, have a look, it's not for them. Just say, thanks guys. You know, cheers for having me. I'm out. We're more than happy with that. So, because I've seen with a few, uh, servers that I've, I've seen that they're very kind of clingy in this and we're just not like that you know if we if we work for you and you want to stick around then by all means we'll bend over backwards for you but if not feel free to just dip in and dip out um if if, if, if we're just not the right fit you know so golden perfect guys um i'm going to close this interview with a huge thanks to you guys it was a, a great interview and there was no 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 hiccups in it it was perfect 
Um, I will uh, love to have you on again uh, on on the show for you to just update us with what you're doing in a few months or years if it's still going. Um, so, uh, as usual, uh, for the listeners, you can find us at uh, Radio Arma uh, on Twitter, on our website, RadioArma.com. Uh, you can find us on uh, on Google Play, I think, Google Play Music, and on uh, the SoundCloud. As usual, I hope you guys have an amazing week, and see you next Monday, sorry, um, maybe uh, maybe next week for a uh, a small um, fight news because there's the uh, Electronic Sports Masters Capture the Flag tournament this evening. Uh, I mean, sorry, because we're recording this on Saturday, so it's going to be this evening, this weekend, and so we'll be able to post uh, videos and and streams and information about all that uh, feedback maybe from from the teams that competed. It's gonna it's gonna be a, an amazing event. So if you're uh, if you haven't seen that tournament uh, live on Twitch, you can watch the um, the VOD. So take care, everyone. Thanks, guys, for coming. Thanks, Danny. Thanks, Fez, and thanks, Mac. I hope you guys have a good week. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Bye.